amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hi, everyone. Hey. I'm Alicia. And I'm Meredith. And this is Winter is Fun, a Winter House podcast, <gasps> season two, episode two. I can't believe the show is back, and I can't believe it's serving drama. I was about to say, I'm actually really enjoying it. And I'm one proud. thing I'm really excited is I'm really convinced they're still doing six episodes this season. So, like, short, I'm amazing, sweet, and powerful. Like, we love it. And we're already two in and we haven't seen Austin. So like best season ever. <laughs> Wait, so just a th- two, Austin's probably only a part of two thirds of the season. Fine. Let's just keep that for next season too. I'm obsessed already. Okay. So um, we want to get straight into it, but before we do uh, check us out on the AM podcast network, we have this podcast, we have it's about the pasta Vanderpump rules podcast, and we have mm-hmm. one season wonders. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Vanderpasta. I'm back with the tweets that I find. They are not my tweets. I just find them and they are the most popular tweets. I don't go looking for the people that only have like one or two likes. These are the top trending ones. Yeah. We don't so always don't agree. Yes. But these, this is what the people are saying. And um, what's great is you get them like right after the episode. Yes. Like basically within at least 48 hours of the episode. So like it's a nice in between because we drop this a few days after the yes. episode aired. So you get a little bit of stuff in between. And I do some polls. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to hear thoughts. Um. Okay. And then also join our yeah join I guess is the right word. Join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Vanderpasta. Let me tell you what you can get. For $1 a month you get access to all of our pre-shows. This one, we went over BravoCon. So if you yes. want to hear our opinions, what we did, what we learned, $1. It's live to the public. Um, I'm, I'll am i post the link a few times and we can kind of save it in our um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, we wanted but... you guys to hear. Usually our pre-shows are $1 a month, but this one you can check out. For anyone. For anyone, because we wanted to share BravoCon. Yes. Um, and then you also you get access to any episodes we record early, um, including this one. It'll drop on the Patreon first. Not that much early, but sometimes they will be a few days earlier, depending yep. on our schedules. Um, so please check that out. For $2 a month, you get access to everything I just mentioned. Plus, when we go back and do old seasons, um, we'll do an after show where we talk about Bravo News. So we're not just like living back in the past because we have to gossip about all these people <laughs> and then also we'll say your name on the podcast so thank you to chris Denae, dustin jackie jamie casey kimberly cameron tiffany tonette tracy gina jennifer kirsten kelsey d kelsey m and mariah Woohoo! 
Ooh, packed we house. A, we got a few new people. We love it. Live seasons with. is the time to be here. Not that like off season's not fun because that is a different type of fun, but like really big bang for your buck. And then for $5 a month, this is my favorite one. You get access to everything I just mentioned. Um, plus during live season. So now I will post in the Patreon. Mm-hmm. I will ask for your opinions, thoughts, questions, concerns, literally anything you want to tell us about literally anything. anything. <laughs> and we'll read them on the podcast. Um, and then also we'll pick a patron of the episode. So before I go into what people have commented, we're going to yes. pick a patron of the episode. So this week I'm going to pick Casey because Casey Ooh. gave us comments for last week and for this week. Yes. Although we're going to shout all of you out that did comment, but Casey gave us a good, good amount. We're going to discuss. Casey, thank you so much for participating. We love having you as a part of our Patreon. Okay, so this is from last week because we posted and recorded right away. So we didn't get a chance to like really Really do a sweeping. Yeah. Yes. So Jackie says that Kratz frat bestie is barf emoji. Hard (laughs) pass. Which like kind of, but also like I'm not mad at him. I don't know where I stand yet. I really enjoy new people. So that's why I like like the shift of dynamic and like meeting new people. Like I like that atmosphere of winter house. So like I like the energy he's bringing as the new person. Okay, fair. Um, So also Craig officially remains the worst. Team Luke always. Interested in Jason and Lindsay's story. Um, which like I cannot wait for Jackie. Oh my god! And then loving Kyle and Amanda 2.0. Me too. Same on. They just needed to get married. What's funny Um, is we are getting a different version of Craig who sucks, which I just think is hilarious. Like there are so many like different phases of Craig sucking, and he just brings a new one to every show. No, he's so rough. Um, but also Tonette who thinks Corey is very hot said she just has weird taste so tonette i love you responding to jackie though get it going get these discussions happening um and then casey said agree loving kyle and amanda i think it's the first time ever they didn't fight in the first episode i i think you're right and kyle really has grown like he was upset he didn't get the master but like he did not throw a full tantrum and complain about it the entire. I mean, episode. he got five hundred fucking dollars. Also true. It's kind of hard to complain <laughs> when you have between the two of you a thousand dollars in your pocket. So regarding Amanda and birth control, which was a storyline episode one. Yes. Um, where she's talking about, you know, I I think it's very common when you're on birth control for so long and then your body gets off of but it. But I don't think people not- know about it. No. Yeah. 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 Um, you you might not be able to get pregnant right away. It might take a little bit for your body to readjust. Yeah. And I'm not a doctor. I have no idea, but I've heard of this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is still very heartbreaking for someone who really wants a child. So um, Casey said the same thing happened to me when coming off birth control to start a family. Oh, I only had two periods in 10 months. Whoa. So I guess it is like really common. I think it's just different for everybody. And so I don't think people are educated on it. I think it's something that's not like widely talked about except except, like friend to friend. So I think this is really cool. Like it's being talked about on a bigger platform. Yeah. I think that's super interesting. Okay. Because if you're not informed of like what could happen and it's harder to have those conversations with your doctors. So I think this is just great to get that information out there and for people to share their experiences. So like Mm -hmm. as a whole, 
like you know, like people someone with like Casey, can... Casey can relate or yes. someone who is maybe currently going through it can also be like, that's me too. Yeah. It kind of okay. helps on your like decision platform of like before you start birth control, if you're on birth control now, or if you're coming yeah. off of it, like at every point, it's informational to know this stuff. Yeah, I had definitely. no idea. I didn't either. Um, Casey also says Craig and Luke drama came out of nowhere. Agreed. Agreed. I have no idea. Be- what because we had a whole season of Summer House that has aired <laughs> where we did not get any of this. And that all happened right after 4th of July. I literally have no idea. I feel like but- I need to go back and watch Summer House and see their interactions because clearly like producers didn't make that part I of the storyline. Like they had none. But exactly. Like were they avoiding each other? Like the little things. Like did they give each other side eye and like oh, they just didn't things. edit it in and like let, let us know. Um, and then also says can't get past Corey's douchey look even uh, to notice if he is a nice guy. Agreed. I mean, he looks like a douchebag. And he's friends with Craig, which are, I, those are not good fraternity looks. brothers with Craig too. You're right; they're brothers, little <laughs> brothers. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we have other comments, but we will talk about those at the end because they have to do with this episode. So let's talk about this episode. Let's dive in. So previously on Winter House, we meet Jess, who I in my notes made Julie. I put it as Julia so many. Times. I could not remember her name the entire episode. I knew it was a J, and I'm I had to Google halfway through what her name if, was. If I say Julia, I am so sorry. I try to take them all out, but it's a lot. I know um, it now because this episode is really big with her. Like I will forever have her name ingrained in my brain. I think her name is still Julia to me. It's you just can't J. have a new blonde girl both with J names. I, I can't. I don't care I enough. Okay, so um. Yeah, so we meet Jess. It's Jason's friend. Um, we learn that this is the longest Craig and Paige will be together. Amanda and Kyle are doing really good. We mm-hmm. meet Corey, who's Craig's little frat brother. <laughs> um, but then we find out Corey owns a gym and like paints and has like some depth to him. Yeah, shocking. Um, Sierra is a little into Corey. We also have Rachel, the florist. Um from Amanda and Kyle's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jason might be kind of into Jess, but Luke is definitely into Jess. And Jess is into the most powerful guy in the room, which happens to be Luke this I- episode. <laughs> I was so confused by that comment. I still am. <laughs> well, in my mind, I was like, well, I guess the most important or like loudest in powerful, my opinion are both taken. Craig and Kyle are both taken. <laughs> Yeah, so like limited options, I guess. But like Luke is like with Jason. Corey's at least in the middle somewhere, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. Um, but yeah, Craig is a complete train wreck and is embarrassing Paige. And Paige does not want to deal with it, which I feel that, hun. I feel it, but girl, you gotta sit your man down and be like, you're a psychopath. Calm yes, down. Yes. Take it down 17 levels. Yeah. Full. Here's okay. the thing. She's willing to deal with Southern charm. Crazy Craig, who was like on a scale of one to 10, maybe like a five, six. This yeah. is level 10. <laughs> like, this is, this is Craig on old seasons of Southern charm. When you're like. not punch he, a like. No, you're right. He wasn't even bad. He, he's like messy, loud, very loud and destructive. Like, whereas like he is messy, loud in like conversations, but not in a physical way. This let's get into the episode. I have so yeah. many thoughts. So, um, we pick up right where we left off, which I don't know what time we're 
time it is or day so whatever but it's that it's um, the nighttime after that party it's a time so um amanda and Paige are still talking um Paige wouldn't know what to do if craig got in a fight with her friends mm-hmm. even though he's egging a lot of her friends on and amanda just says do what she does tell me needs to apologize and then talk shit about him with your friends love love and this is funny how this is mirroring amanda's early like seasons of summer house someone made a tweet that was like page and it, it was like way down in my scrolling but um it was like page telling amanda that her and kyle should not get married did not age well after watching this episode um i, just I like, disagree because just i think telling the- amanda like this man does not treat you or your friends right and then it was like oh I think she did. She I was think like, when Paige said that, I think the interactions of Kyle and Amanda were way different than what's happening between Paige and Craig. I don't know. It looks the same on TV. It, no, because it looks- Kyle was saying, like, the only thing we have in common is work. Like, like he was, like, basically bitching about Amanda, whereas, like, Craig is just being mean to all of Paige's friends. <laughs> not great. Not great by any means. But they're worse. also not engaged. Which is worse. Um, Okay, so Craig and Corey um, are doing a dog pile on Kyle. Rachel and Jason talk in the kitchen. Um, They hold hands because Jason's warm and Rachel's cold. And I I think that they had some sexual This type of flirting, I love. Like I was obsessed. When people like are touchy-feely, like in the early, like I don't like to be, like I don't like people like hugging (laughs) me or anything. But I think it's like of like a clear sign that people are into you when they like are like physical touch or like really early on. Like they are clearly trying to be close to you. They did sparks are flying in my mind. A lot of eye contact. I'm like, here we go. Um, so Luke and Jess are still in the hot tub. Jess doesn't want to kiss on the first date. Luke respects that. Um, yeah, this makes a lot. They're, they're all also not on a date. Like they're just no. in a hot tub after a party with their but friends. She, but she tells Luke like she wants to. She's yes. just like not gonna. Yes. And Luke's like, I want to make you feel comfortable. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes to bed. He says he's going to take a warm shower, which is some bullshit. You about to take a cold shower, dude. We know. <laughs> Um, and then Sierra's bed again. Fucking clothes everywhere. This bitch cannot just hang him up. No. She always she says did. she doesn't. She said at the Summer House panel that she didn't have hangers or like anywhere to put her clothes that one season. On Order them off Amazon. Exactly. Exactly. Come yeah. on. Like you're not a seasoned veteran. Like get this together. Okay, so we finally get the day and time. It's Saturday, 1.37 a.m. Craig's talking about how Paige is the best girl in the entire world, <laughs> but he's talking to himself. <laughs> the cameras. Um, everyone's getting ready for bed. Kyle talks gibberish to Amanda, but they're in love, so she kind of understands. Um, oh and then I think Sierra runs into a door or something. I miss that. Damn. Oh, my God. She just was walking and then goes, ow. And I was like, where? But it was like cut weird because the angle. And I was like, did she hurt herself? (laughs) Anyway, it's Sunday, 6.31 a.m. Early bird, Rachel's up. God. She doesn't clean as much though, but she does make breakfast. Which this Um, makes sense. Like I I would get hungry if I was up at 6 a.m. Agreed. I I wake up all the time and I'm hungry no matter what time it is. (laughs) So then- uh, we find out Rachel's never had a vacation because she runs her entire florist business on her own. And her internal clock wakes her up at 5 a.m. We find out because a lot of the floral places are out of um, floor, flowers by like 6 
6.30 a.m. So you yeah. got to be there early. You got to get early bird gets the worm. I like seeing this side of people. Like I, that's what I really enjoy about summer house is like, we get the business side of people. So yes. I'm really excited that we are like learning more about, you know, Rachel's work life. Yes. So everyone starts to wake up. Um, Amanda and Kyle talk about how Craig is out of control. Um, they're also like long distance. So they've never had to share a space. Yeah. So this, this is like really tough, I think for Craig and Paige, but like blessed. It's not Kyle. Everyone's yelling at. I seriously. Wow. This is, this is tricky. I do not envy the Paige and Craig stuff. So it's Sunday, 11, 10 AM. Um, the place is absolutely trashed. Luke brings just some coffee. Rachel's been up. The spirit of Andrea lives on and I really enjoy it. He is, he is teaching people the right things. Yeah. This man left his mark. Yes. Um, Rachel's been up for six hours. Um, we also find out that though she's a florist, she cannot keep plants alive. So uh, this kind of makes sense though. Like, well, cause I think Jason said like, you must have a lot of flowers at home. And she was like, mm-hmm. weirdly enough, no, that makes sense to me. Like after being with flowers all day, I literally wouldn't want them all over yeah. my house either, but it seems like she's a very, very busy person. So she does not have time to water a plant. Maybe she needs an air plant, you know, where you really don't oh, have to do I anything for it. I have an air plant. Yeah. I love. <laughs> um, okay. So last night. Luke and Jess were a little awkward, but they've agreed to take things slow. Um, And then like Luke works out and then Craig talks about how he has no clothes to wear, which I don't know why, because this is day two. I don't know where his clothes are. Maybe Amazon he said his, his boxes haven't arrived yet. So I think he probably packed a suitcase with like, with what? A few, well, like uh, three days worth of clothes. It's and day then, two. And then, well, okay. Paige explained on the summer house panel that for winter house they have to change into a different outfit every single every activity day. they do yeah so like a suitcase worth of clothes would be gone in three days two, it's three been days. one day you're right or no two yeah this it has. Is day three yes because you have woken up, up to day three already. yeah yes but you came um, here with clothes on your back so don't count those in the suitcase <laughs> <laughs> so Paige disagrees with craig's behavior um but you know, she's dated people before that are so perfect and she's been really bored. So at least here she's like not bored. She likes his messiness and his obnoxiousness. This makes sense to me. Like not to this degree again. Like I said, I think we're at level 10, but like Craig on like Southern charm version of messiness. I don't like, does not bother her? Like it, it, it does it for her. And that makes sense to me. I think it's different when Craig's yelling at his own friends versus he's yelling at Paige's yes, friends. Yes, I agree. It's that like, is very keep, true. Keep that separate. Or like um, Lindsay on Summer House, you know, last season. That she was doesn't so funny. That. <laughs> that was so funny. Her um, inner circle is now being Lindsay, involved in this. <laughs> you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's 12.09 a.m. There's broken glass in the kitchen. The girls are stepping on that, it. That would piss me off. That'd make me mad because I don't think to wear shoes in the house. Exactly. I get out of bed. I'm barefoot. Uh, well, maybe um, I have socks on, but like that's not going to protect me. No. So Craig walks downstairs. He's like, wow, this is the worst I've ever seen this house. And everyone's like, well, you did that. Yes. Um, and his response is, we don't know that. <laughs> I I, like, but then Corey's <laughs> like, yeah, dude, you yeah, literally punched that whole pinata. And Craig was like are you sure also bravo was there yes bravo rolled the tapes he's like we don't know that tapes are rolled we're fine 
Um, so we're all on Paige and Craig's room now. Like everyone has congregated there to kind of be like, what are we going to do about this house? No yes. one wants to do it alone. So Jason's like, how about this? 20 minutes. We all go downstairs. We clean the house together. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, sounds great. Craig says he's not cleaning because he doesn't clean. And but he's 34. He makes plenty of money. And when he goes on vacation, someone cleans for him. I get this to a degree. I think, I think it's how he said it where he yes. was very like, I don't clean. I have money. I'm going to pay someone to clean. It's like, well, sir, here's the issue. Um, we live in this house and there's no one to clean. Here. Yes. And immediately. Like, we we're not someone. at a resort where there like, there's a whole staff and you're saying also, like, you can't trash a hotel room like this. Come that's disrespectful. That's the thing. Like this is some of it is like messy cleaning, which like, yeah, I'm not cleaning toilets while I'm here. If somebody told me to do that, the Craig's like little phrase here would make sense to me. I'm not here to clean my toilets while I'm on vacation, especially when we're going to be here for six. 16 days. I'm not going to clean a bathroom while I'm here. This is stuff messiness and like shit that doesn't need to be messy. Yeah. Yeah. If we can't live in that area because of the mess, we have to clean it up. Yes. Like it's just, it's a bunch of like decorations and we do not need to be throwing glasses against the wall. Like messiness. No, spilled alcohol needs to be cleaned up. We're not going to get ants while we're here. Like if we just need to get it together. And this will not truly take that long. Like that's the type of messiness it, it is. It's not like dirty. It's like stuff. So like we just yeah. need to pick it up. Yeah. So then um, people are like, this isn't a money thing. And then he says, if I have to clean up after myself, I'm not going to party like that anymore. And people are like, then don't. You okay. actually shouldn't. You should go to bed like everyone else. Okay. It's the consequences to your own actions. It's weird because we didn't have this problem last season. So I'm confused at what's different this season versus last season. I also am confused because then Luke is like, but I've never had anyone like clean up after me. So like, like you're not going to have that either. And, or I think Craig's kind of saying like, I, we can hire people. And Luke's like, I don't hire people. Like I can clean up after myself. And Craig's like, well, you look like a good cleaner. Which again is just just a some poke. digs with their but dumb little firework fight. It it angers Kyle, who's like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, be yeah. an adult." And then Craig literally has a tantrum yes. about like he's not going to clean. Corey says he's always kind of been like this in college, and I'm like, "Fine, but like you're living in a frat house, so you can like do that shit." This is everyone's you, house, and you're thirty something. In a frat house, you do have cleaners. But the thing is, the pledges do have to still clean stuff. After a party, the pledges would have to clean it. But yes, yeah. there's like a cleaning crew that like vacuums the, the floors every week. Which your frat pays for. So. Yes. Also, you're 34. You, you should be able to clean. to clean up. Yeah. Again, I'm not asking you to deep clean here. No, forget the rugs. Just get everything off the ground. Sweep up the floor Make so it's sure not, it's not messy. sticky. Yes. So then um, everyone's like, but we're stepping in glass. We got to clean it up now. Mm-hmm. And then Craig's like, Corey, are you going to clean? And Corey's like, if everyone else is cleaning, I'm going to clean, dude. Corey has the mentality I need Craig to have. Like Corey doesn't want to clean either, but he's yeah. not throwing a tantrum about it. And he's going to like mosey about and like half clean probably. But he's not going to bring attention to himself half cleaning. He's just going to like be there and physically be present. I'll take out the trash. 
I'll get you new paper towels. That's fucking fine. Whatever. I would have pulled a Rachel. I would have looked at this mess and said, I'm not going to do it unless everyone's doing it. Yeah. But everyone's going to do it. So that means you also. Everybody's going to be around at least while we're doing it too. Like be strategic. This is how I like to clean. Like I've I've been in environments like this where you're like, let's all clean. And I'm like, yeah, I will never grab a broom. I don't like sweeping. I don't want to be the one mopping. So like, I'll take the trash out. I'll like slowly put trash into a trash bag because if we're all going to clean for 20 minutes, my, my time, I'm going to be petty and I don't want to clean. So I'm going to clean really fucking slow because everybody else is going to clean it up around me. Yes, You have to do something. Yeah. So they all go downstairs and Luke is like fuming. So he's like, but he's not showing it. He doesn't like show he's angry. Like Craig, he's just obviously annoyed. Yeah. And he's like, we all come from different values and backgrounds, I guess. And then Craig gets mad because he hears this and says that his dad actually owns a cleaning company. And Luke's like, so you should know how to clean. I'm shocked to hear that. And maybe Craig's dad cleaned after him his whole life. I mean, I granted, Craig literally paid Kyle and Amanda off a thousand dollars to get That's a bedroom. Douchey. So mm-hmm. like I I shouldn't be shocked that he like wanted to pay for cleaners. But again, this is 17 days. Like, yeah. sir, get it together. Yeah, but then, so we find out Craig, or not find out, Craig says he came from nothing and worked his ass off, which is a theme on Southern Charm because everyone else is kind of trust fund baby, yes. and he's not. Um, but now he makes enough money, he doesn't have to do what he doesn't want to do, and he's first generation money, which, which is the douchiest thing he could have said. Agreed, and I think this is becoming a miscommunication between Luke and Craig. And it's just where like Craig's going to be set off by anything Luke says. Luke's comment was not about money. It was about. He didn't have, he doesn't clean. Maybe he didn't grow up cleaning. Maybe his dad cleaned after him. I think it's kind of like the value of hard work. Like Luke would rather do something himself out of the value of hard work. Maybe rather than like pay somebody to do it, no matter how much money he has. And I think like Luke is just trying to like, say like, listen, like we come from different backgrounds on everybody like has to do this and I don't think it was a major dig like no. Craig is really taking it I took it more as like so growing up I always had to clean after myself yes. but like some people didn't some my, some of my friends their moms picked up after them which is yes like I don't think it so, truly has to do with money and hiring cleaners I no. think it's just like did you have chores as a value kid growing up yeah, yeah. but I want to be clear okay Craig does not make enough money to pull this shit let, no. this, this is my personal thought. This is not anyone on Winter House, but I bet you even Beyonce and Michelle Obama have to pick up after their children and do shit they don't want to do. Hundred percent. So listen up, Craig. You might be first generation money or some shit, but that doesn't mean that the money rains from the sky and you could do whatever the hell you want to do. Okay, okay. You are yeah. not that rich. Also, if you don't want to clean. I did this before. I think Kyle mentions it later. But if you don't want to clean, you should have hired someone beforehand. You should have. Yes. It's a Sunday, I think they said. Like, we can't. You're not going to. It's definitely a weekend. It's either a Saturday or Sunday because they said, like, we, we, you will not be able to call someone up now and get someone here. Yeah. Kyle dead ass looks at him and goes, where are you getting a cleaning company on a Sunday? Right now. Call it. We're not living in this. Like. Where are you getting it? And like these, a, a good chunk of these people are summer house people who already do communal living, share a house. They do get a cleaner to deep clean the stuff, but the housemates always pick up. Yeah. They the never parties. leave it trash. No. It's like, okay, and- yeah, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not mopping the floors and cleaning the toilets. If there's a red stain on the floor, they're, they're going to clean that up. But also, if we're something- picking up from a party. Yeah. 
If something does get trashed, like when they trashed the pool by putting a bunch of tea in it, they called themselves someone to come and clean yes. the pool and paid their Just own special. money for that shit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that this isn't trust fund babies. We have a cleaner lined up. We're all going to fucking pick up. Yeah. We're all going to do this. So then, um, Craig just gives up. He's going to clean. And then that's where he's like, Luke probably doesn't know what cleaning companies are because he lives in the backwood cabin. Stopping bratty. Mr. First Gen Money. Stopping a little brat. First Gen Money. I hate him. <laughs> okay. So we've made it to 120. Paige is super annoyed with Craig. She's literally behind his back. Like, has he ever just shut his mouth for more than 10 minutes? Yeah. Shut up. Yep. Um, Jason's going to go to the grocery store so they can smoke some meat. Um, or no, Jason Corey. mentions. Yeah. Jason mentions the grocery store. Corey's the one that goes. Yes. Um, and so Jess decides to go because she also wants to get to know other people. She's cracking um, me up with her like, we need salmon and salad. Like we need healthy things. I'm like, girl, you're here for 16 days. Eat the meat. Eat the meats. She's like trying to tell him what she wants. And she's like, I'll just go with you. Yeah, we need salad, some carrots, some cabbage. I was like, just fucking go. Um, we see that Craig has put his book in the living room. A signed copy, too. Signed copy. <laughs> I love. Um, and Amanda's very hungover. So then it's 204. Jess and Corey go to the store. Uh even Corey sees that Jason and Luke are both trying to get with Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, but Corey's playing the long game with all the girls because he is interested in all of them. Which is smart. Like, kind of like pl- play the field. You're just getting to know these people. Why I put love. all your eggs in one basket? He's playing the Love Island game, and I love yes. it. It's been three days. Yeah. We have time. Um, Rachel goes to sleep. Craig is shaving his neck outside in the blizzard. I actually love this because he says outside. It. He's like, I hate shaving my face because it gets everywhere. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Yeah, that's genius to actually go outside because he's just trimming it. Maybe he's not a cleaner. He just thinks, how can I make the least amount of mess? But then that's not true. Does the party Craig? Yeah, Yeah. is exactly. Um, And then at the store, Jess didn't know there was alcoholic or non-alcoholic seltzer. Fun, fun girl. Honey, honey. Fun girl. Um, 2.31 p.m. Jason and Craig are drinking outside. Um, and Kyle will join them eventually. But the girls, Amanda, Paige, and Rachel, talk in their room about how Craig was yelling. So these are our two points. Mm-hmm. So first, the boys. Uh, Jason shoveling the deck so everyone can drink out there. Craig is not helping. Um, but <laughs> Kyle and Craig are talking about how a year ago, Craig was actually in a different relationship. With, with a the phone, phone. <laughs> it was supposed to be Natalie on the other end, but she never Just was there. Tons of voicemails. Yeah, and then they also talk about how Paige and Craig do argue, but the long distance helps them because then they have their own space, so they actually can go to bed mad and not wake up with an issue. It is really nice, I bet, to like nice. refresh and go to your Hell literally yeah. go to your own space, and then it keeps it exciting and fresh, like you were looking forward to seeing your partner. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then the girls talk about how Paige really likes being long distance and she's not ready to leave New York yet. Um, she knows they can't be long distance forever, but when they move in together, they'll definitely hire a cleaner. (laughs) Such a good joke. Um, and then, yeah. Okay. So then Corey and Jess head back. Jess thinks Corey's super fun and it's nice to talk to someone that's not coming onto her too strong. Such as my man, Luke, and honestly, Jason a little bit. Okay, so 
It's 247. We have grocery. We got the meats. Luke gives Jess a long little hug when she shows up because he really missed her from her going to the store. And Corey flicks her off because he sees... He sees what is going on here, especially, yeah, after you get like somebody alone, you get a little bit more insight into what they're thinking. And I think Corey can see that she probably is like interested in in Luke, but it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's been three days. This man acts like he hasn't seen her in a week and a half. Yeah. Like she just went off to war and she like came home safe. Yes. So now, uh, oh, and Rachel and Jason take a shot, which is romance. I'm telling you, these Dude, two. they're like a, they're slow burn, but they're, but they're giving me it's like cute. excitement on like what, the activities they're doing alone. Yes. I love. So it's 3.58 PM. We're going to play a game. So it's basically like you fill up a glass of beer and then you like slide it across the table and then you have the other person has to catch it and chug it. So really I, I I think it would be a more fun game and probably would break less glasses if it was just flip cup. Cause you can, I, that that's too. what I couldn't understand. Like, is this supposed to be like a flip cup kind of thing where like you, you have a team and you keep sliding them down and it's just like kind of like a chugging race, but then there wasn't ever like the next person. There was no one that won there. It, it, yeah. There didn't seem like a competition. It just seemed a fun way to get a beer and chug it. Yeah. But then when you miss the beer, you didn't get a beer. Because it oh, fell yeah. off the table. At so, least the broken glass is outside this time. Yeah. Oh, and then you switch sides to make it like more fun. <laughs> um, so Sierra says she isn't here to meet a guy, but Corey's obviously hot. So mm-hmm. she's going to flirt. And then uh, a straight up snowstorm comes in. So everyone goes inside and then it's 520 um, and the boys are going to cook some meats on the, the, not a steamer. What's it called? The. The smoker. Oh, I was like, the grill? <laughs> no, it's a smoker. There's a difference. Oh, Lord. Um, okay, and they talk about how, because Luke's not outside, they talk about how Luke won't let Jess just breathe, mm-hmm. which is true. So it then, is true. He is always around her. He's there. He's like that guy. He's just there. Yep. <laughs> so then it's time everyone decides to go sledding mm-hmm. uh, while the meat's cooked. And no big call outs except Amanda gets fucking destroyed on her sled. Yeah, she hurts her Absolutely. knee, which this has happened. Uh, not this. I haven't run into a tree. Well, I have run into a tree sledding, but I've injured my knee sledding and it is really difficult because you were at the bottom of a hill. Yeah. Also, it looks like she almost like hit something, flew and then hit that. Oh. We didn't get a good angle of it. No, but man, no. I sledding is no fucking joke sometimes. No. Um, okay. And then it's 7.05. Kyle asked Jess how Vermont's treating her and she's like, it's no LA where I do real estate and work in the metaverse. And Kyle is just as confused as I am about what the fuck the metaverse is. I literally laughed so hard during this because I can high level, I think, explain it and understand it in my brain. No, But I am right here with Kyle where I'm like, if somebody was talking to me, I'd be like, okay like I yeah I'm as confused as Kyle and then when she describes it as Zillow <gasps> for the digital world I literally went what does that mean uh well because I didn't know she was selling real estate in the metaverse oh, I can real estate in the metaverse that's what I'm just like what how do you do that I don't know I understand from a high level what a metaverse is it's just like a it's sit it's a space yes it's like a space online where people hang out 
Like you understand that. Like we both got that down. Yeah, but like, I don't understand what she does in the metaverse. I'm so she confused. She sells people shit. Did she make money off that? But isn't it all fake? How do you sell something? Like, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is she selling the plots of land in Sims and then the houses in Club Penguin? Because she said like, she sells them in multi multiple is it metaverses. Like an, do you think it's like an app where you have to sometimes use real money to buy coins? A fake space. Can... Yes. I so think people are real buying money with circulating. Real money. Yes. Real money for a digital space. She's not a real real estate agent. What the fuck? I'm upset. Oh, okay. So whatever. She sells so... Club Penguin igloos. <laughs> so upset at this girl right now i hate her i don't know her and i don't like i just her. don't understand who's buying this shit can I if somebody if up. somebody understands it like is a, a participant in this stuff can you please dm us i'm i'm picturing so many weird things i can't describe okay so craig he's uh happy that Corey and jess got in the house because craig's trying to keep jess away from luke that fucking creep and so Corey. He's like, yeah, fine. But then tells Paige that his type is dark skin, dark hair. And Paige is like, all right. So Sierra. So you, you just, just described Sierra perfectly. And what do you think Corey's, about her? <laughs> Corey says he does feel a vibe, but he knows Austin's coming in. Yeah. And Paige also picks up that Corey's holding back because Austin's going to be here. And yeah. that's just going to be drama. But like Paige says, Sierra is so stunning. And I'm like, that's fine, but it doesn't mean that this is going to be enjoyable to be a part of. Uh, true, but true. I, but I appreciate I Paige. Like, she's like, let's get this going. Wing woman it up, but you're really setting Corey up for failure. I somewhat agree, but she is doing a good job of trying to push it before Austin comes. I think that is key. I think so. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it's 8.16 p.m. We all sit down for dinner. Craig asked Luke for some his craziest ski story. And Luke's like, I don't have those. I have crazy hockey stories, though. And Craig's like, no one wants that. And I was like, what's the <laughs> difference? Oh, okay. Luke does talk... I'm sure Luke talks about hockey a lot. So I'm sure at some point you're like, I don't want to hear these stories Why anymore. Why would you assume? I don't think he's a, like a avid he's, skier. Well, he's a, 
No. Well, he's, I think Craig said snowboarding, but either way. Oh, like if you ask a question and somebody else gives you an an answer you didn't want, just be polite and then don't ask a follow-up. Like listen to the story and you're in a group table. Just let it be. Because then Craig does not tell us, Craig has a story, but it's not about snowing, snowboarding or skiing. He tells a story about him and Corey getting arrested in Palm Beach for shooting fireworks. Oh, and my Luke God. is like almost happened in Minnesota too. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> this bickering about this firework—I never want to hear a firework ever again after this storyline. Here's the thing, though: Craig can dish it, but he cannot take it because no. he get because right. He, he's like, no one wants to hear your hockey stories. Luke's fine with that. Craig keeps talking, talks about something that relates to Luke. Luke is like, almost happened in Minnesota. And Craig's just like, the fuck, man? And so they start arguing. Yes, he's like, you don't like fireworks. And Luke's like, Luke hates fireworks. I do like fireworks, just not when they're shot off next to my boat. Also, (laughs) those weren't your fireworks. And Craig's like, what would you do if you walked in a room (laughs) and you saw fireworks? And people are like, I don't know, leave, like, I don't what know. a weird question. I'm yes. in that situation. So they fight. It's super stupid. I hated it. We're going to move on because we're just going to fight some more later. So we'll save it. So it's 8.31 p.m. <laughs> Luke and Craig are still fighting because I think it was after a commercial break. So I yes. they're still fighting. Paige, though, is right. It's not about who's right and who's wrong. This is just all dumb. Yes. It's all one big dumb thing. Craig is mad at Luke and Craig is snippy toward anything Luke does. Luke could breathe like sigh and Craig would be like, God damn it, why do you have to breathe so loud? Yeah, which I think angers then Luke because or annoys him. I don't think Luke ever really got angry when bickering, but I no. think he's like, I'm not going to sit here and just like take it. Craig is annoyed it by Luke's presence. Luke is not annoyed by Craig's presence. No, but, but Luke is annoyed when Craig digs. comes at him. Yeah. For like seemingly nothing. For having a ho- you asked him for a story. And he told he you st- he didn't have one, but he had a hockey one. Yeah, he he didn't just go like I don't have one of those. He like or, or just start telling a hockey story. Like he he was telling you what he's got. He does not yeah. have a good snowboard story, so he's so trying to give stupid. you something else. So stupid. So some people are gonna go out. Uh Amanda has to stay in though because she has a broken knee. She <laughs> wouldn't even be surprised if Kyle left her because she's damaged goods now. <laughs> and Kyle's dead. like never i love staying in we're gonna stay in together <laughs> this is mature Kyle. this is awesome this is wow. fun do you see craig and luke do you see this is like a little dig but it's like a very fun little dig yeah, it's banter where, where kyle's like i love staying in what are you talking about we know it's a lie i also like deal. think production set this up this was so These weird groups. because Jess is like, I'm gonna stay in and luke goes i will also stay Me in too. and he looks deep Right. Oh my god. Well, one point he says, I'm gonna start a fire. Do you want to learn how to start a fire? To Jessica, and I was like, cried. Stop. No. Please stop. You're making me no. hate fires now. I don't want it. Um, okay, so Craig tells Paige then under his breath that Luke is making Jess feel uncomfortable. So Paige is like, Should I stay back with her? And Craig's like, No, absolutely not. This Which, is why okay. I think production set this up. Also, let me tell you, Craig, let's say production's out of it, right? If Craig cares that much about Julia, 
as much as he likes Jessica. Me too. Jessica. Oh fuck. You're if good. Craig, That's the only time. If Craig is so obsessed with Jess yeah, and concerned. safety, him yeah. and Paige should have stayed back. 100% but agree. He doesn't care that much. He just hates that Luke is maybe being a little too aggressive. With well, it's girl. like he's annoyed with Luke. So anything he can latch on to that like is legitimately kind of semi-bad, kind of yeah. Craig is going to blow it up out of proportion, but he will not stay. Yeah, like you said, stay and be a buffer. He doesn't care. No. He doesn't actually care. He just wants to destroy Luke. He just which... wants to point out what Luke is doing wrong. He doesn't want to try and prevent it. No. No, he wants for Jessica's sake. He wants Luke to fuck up. Yeah, yeah. So even Jess is kind of annoyed that Luke is staying in because she needs space. But whatever. So the go out crew is Craig, Rachel, Jason, Paige, Corey, and Sierra. I'm excited about this. Love. So it's nine forty five. The going out crew. We'll call them the bar crew, maybe. So we might do a shot of absinthe, which is crazy. (laughs) <laughs> but let's do it um sierra and Paige go take a shot by themselves sierra is definitely into Corey, and Paige is like listen i try to have your back on this one yep but the austin situation is really following you and sierra's like oh i don't want austin to like mess this up for me fuck this up yeah. yeah but she gets it which i think is very mature she can see how this is like not a situation someone wants to get into yeah Okay, indoor crew. Uh, Kyle and Luke are making a roast. It's nine forty-five p.m. I thought we had dinner. I don't know what. Well, the they're smoking is, it, so it's. I think it's going to smoke all night, and then they're going to have it tomorrow. No, they said it's ready at twelve p.m. They they eat it at twelve p.m. Well, I would definitely eat some, but I think this is like they're since they're already smoking stuff. We might as well throw on a roast for tomorrow. Like, I hate that. Don't leftover. Start it at six a.m. I know. I agree. They really should have timed this better, but. Okay, whatever. So it's 1038, the indoor crew. Um, Amanda and Jess are playing Never Have I Ever. They've both never gotten a Brazilian wax, which surprises me, but hey, Blondies aren't as hairy, hairy, I think. It's that is not true. Um, I it's just (laughs) funny that Jessica doesn't even know what that is. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, girl. Um, but we find out Jess has been engaged when she was 18 to her high school sweetheart. Wait, um, but she said he was 26. Yes. The guy. He was, he so was she little. was in high school, not her high school sweetheart. Well, it was her, the guy she dated in high, in school, high school. It was her sweetheart. That's her sweetheart. I don't think I would call it a high school sweetheart. She was in high school. <laughs> she was in high school. This is the guy she took to prom, I'm assuming. So like her high school. It is a weird age difference. Listen, if they're not 21, they're they might be too old for you're you just way you're too in, You're in such different places. The I age know. difference is not that weird, but these two ages are weird. I think it's the time. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh she didn't want to though. So when she heard her sister was going to Australia. She was like, that's my out. I'm also going to go to Australia. What but a way to she be was, dumb. She didn't break up with him before no. she moved. She my moved to Australia, Australia, engaged, and clearly long distance broke up with him. Great. What a girl. She obviously a little messy bitch over here. I love well, it. Well, I was about to say, this tells me she has a hard time being confrontational with relationships oh that's actually a really good because we see she's not very confrontational here either yes okay yeah but okay so Jess tells Amanda that she wasn't a Luke but for her it's like not romantic right she's not into it anymore and she kind of gave Luke a gray space and she needs to give him like black space yeah um and Amanda does say like Luke is great but he tends to go for girls that are not interested 
um, such as Hannah and Sierra. Which the flashback we got of him and Sierra when he bought Sierra flowers. And she says that she wants to be friends. Because, but listen, both these women were into him at some point. Yes. And Julia, what's her name? Jessica. (laughs) Jessica in the hot tub did say, I like you. Yes. So I think, I think what Luke does though, is he doesn't have like a slow medium fast button he just has like nothing to fast yes if he is in and you say that like you like him or give him any indication he is he's all in, in. He's and then i don't think he can see when somebody is like p- walking like back like he doesn't have the no. awareness to see when somebody isn't in anymore i think he's a very like straightforward dude so mm-hmm. you have to literally look and be like yeah. i'm not interested like like right? amanda said like it's been all gray you need to make it black and white Yes, like you got to confront him, which obviously she doesn't like to do. So (laughs) Kyle and Luke talk about Jess and Luke is like thinking about her when he brushes his teeth and he's like so about her and Kyle's like, dude, that's great. (laughs) I... Kyle doesn't even think of Amanda when he's brushing his teeth. This is one thing is like Luke seems to fall and fall hard. Yeah. And I think other people are like a slow burn. We need to ease into this and like yes. get excited. Like Jessica's thinking about Luke when she brushes her teeth because she's like worried he's about to come in to the bathroom. Yes. But she does need to tell him because she the last time we saw she gave him an opening. Yes. He entered and she's not happy. He, she wanted him. She said she was door. into him and she said she did want to kiss him. Yes. So she wanted him to stay at the door and she would let him in, but he came. But she through. opened the door and he, he walked op- through himself. But she just wanted him to stay there. Yeah. And watch from the outside. And watch from the outside. But she opened it and he walked in and she wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just miscommunication, but we'll yep. get there. 100% so, agree. It's 11 16 p.m. We're back out with the bar crew. Uh, Craig wants to take a deer head home. Rachel and Jason oh are alone at the table. Craig drinks Jaeger by himself, which is, this doesn't tell you that he's a psycho. I don't know what does. I, this like night is chaotic. It's what. really fun, but it, I just like, my eyes are wide open. Like, whoa. I know. Rachel and Jason make some future plans to hang out. I'm loving, yeah. I'm loving seeing like Jason and Rachel click and like Corey and Sierra. I'm like, these are budding. This is what I love about Winter House. Like the yeah. budding, like short, short romances I'm yeah. in for. Yeah. And Jason's heart fluttered a little bit, but it's like a cute <gasps> flirt that he does. Yeah. Jason's good at flirting. Jason's smooth. I forget. They did like some weird handshake and he's like, oh, I love the fluttering at the end because that's what the handshake yeah, was. Yeah. It's goes, like. It's like, oh, my heart fluttered a little bit. And Rachel goes, for me? <laughs> so I'm funny. literally dead. I'm dead. It was cute. Um, So then, like, everyone does Jaeger bombs, which is gross. But then Rachel and Paige talk about how they should hang out in the city. And Paige is like, listen, I don't leave my apartment, <laughs> so you'll have to come over. And I, I felt feel that. I yeah. feel this. I've been thinking about this a lot this past week, about how I'm just a homebody now. This one line, you're like, yeah, that's me, Paige. I'm, well, I was... I literally was thinking about it because last night was Saturday night and I did not want to leave my home. I didn't and I either. was so happy not leaving. Me too. I'm glad we were in that together. <laughs> um, okay, it's 11.48 p.m. We're back at the house. So they're sitting on the couch together. Mind you, Kyle thinks Luke and Jess are great. Amanda knows that they're Jess not. It. Yep. Luke thinks they're in love. Jess is not. So Luke comes over and puts his hand on Jess's knee and I wanted to die because, but listen, even her body language though, if I didn't know, I wouldn't pick up on it. Um, 
over the course of this conversation as his knee is on her you can kind of see she's trying to like shift her body away from him but again these are subtle cues that luke does not luke does not pick up subtle cues no you gotta be direct exactly i might not in the same way obviously it's my brother but my brother does not understand some social cues similar to this okay. that like while talking if i'm like backing up it means i want more space but he will keep walking towards me so i have to physically tell him stop walking towards me like i i need a physical distance between us yeah i th- i think they were so subtle though mm-hmm. exactly i didn't i didn't really pick up on them i just saw her like tighten up a little bit i think when you couple a bunch together some people obviously will pick up on them but some people don't especially if you're not looking at her i feel like luke's That's not true. really looking at her and she's so like he- looking in amanda's eyes like her her face is away from luke and it's like yeah. she's like making wide so as if you were you can see she's uncomfortable. we can see it yeah yeah so Amanda then is like, have you ever been into someone who's been more in or wasn't as into you? And Luke's like, oh yeah, constant. These are not, uh, this is not a subtle cue. And and what I mean by that is like, I mean, it's obviously being obvious, but Luke's not going to realize you're talking about this situation. No, she thinks you're just playing a game or whatever. Yes. Honestly, I think it's going to push him further into Jessica because nobody would say that in front of someone that you actually in this are, situation yeah, yeah yeah it's weird okay so we've made it to monday 12 41 a.m the late night crew gets back to the home crew and it's time to farty, party 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 <laughs> i guess it's time to party uh sierra's dancing on the table luke's also dancing on the table but craig tells him to get off the table but then craig gets on the table after he called luke a weirdo for being on the table i again craig is just gonna pinpoint anything and like make it a problem like craig finds it a problem that luke is dancing with sierra i i don't want to be danced with so i would not be on this table but like this is just normal people having friendly fun this is them yeah and i mean sierra's known luke a long time if she didn't want and we know sierra if she didn't want luke dancing with her she, she was would like tell get him off to me stop yeah. yeah but she didn't no um okay so Corey chucks a wine glass. This pisses me off. Shatters. And Amanda is like, we're done. We're done throwing wine glasses. We're done breaking glass. Yeah. And Corey even owns up. He's like, sorry, that was me. You're right. That was too far. Done that. I apologize. Craig then yells at her like, if you don't want glass in your foot, wear some shoes. No, the, no that's not how Paige, this works. Paige like puts her hand over Craig's mouth, which I don't think was enough. I would have been like, Craig, shut the fuck up. She was more like, hey, buddy, keep it in your head. And I was like, no, no, no. But this is you also don't know their tonight. I sometimes I think though dynamics of relationships. Some people don't like. I think if she would have yelled at Craig, that would have egged him on more. Oh, you think that like sometimes talking calmly to people actually like does work better, calms them down. Well. So I think well, like he could probably hears her more clearly when she's talking calmly to him. Well, it didn't really work because no. Amanda's picking up the glass because she doesn't want to step on it. Yes. And Craig's mad because we should be having fun. And that means trashing the house. And, and I guess not cleaning up the objects. Amanda Amanda doesn't want to step on glass. So she's going to clean it up herself. So she doesn't step on glass. And she's not yes. complaining. She's not asking you to clean it to up. Clean right up. Yeah, I bet Corey probably would have helped her if she asked. But yeah. like, I don't know what you're doing here. But then Craig looks at Kyle and is like, what the fuck is she doing? And Kyle's like picking up the glass. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and then Craig tells Amanda it's silly. And Amanda's like, that's great. Go away then. 
Like, don't be here. This was weird to me. And then Craig tells Amanda she looks stupid. And Amanda again says, thank you so much. Goodbye. And Craig's now mad. See, I think he feeds off of anger. So I think they obviously know. They weren't even mad. I know, I know, I know. But I think Amanda realizes that like yelling at Craig will only like fire him up more. So she's like just trying to disengage from him. But you can only take so much because Craig starts yelling at Amanda and Kyle. And he's like, why are you guys yelling at me? And Kyle's like, no one's yelling except you, my guy. (laughs) I love that line because it's true. Yeah, so Paige is so embarrassed. She leaves to go put on her pajamas. Um, Craig calls Amanda the worst and the biggest devil. And now Kyle's involved. And he calls Craig a big-ass diva. And Kyle, because Paige then comes back and looks over the balcony. And Kyle tells Paige to get her boyfriend on a chain because he's batshit crazy. And Paige is like, what'd he do? And Amanda's like... He just like yells at us for picking up glass and he won't stop. Even Amanda was like, Kyle, don't get mad at Paige. But like, just so you know, he's yeah. fucking yelling at me. Um, And he's yelling at me for not dancing on tables. Cause like, apparently that's not fun. But like but, Luke but can't also dance remember Luke can't Luke's dance not allowed. Yeah. Um, And Paige is like, I can't control Craig. I don't know what to do. So now in the kitchen, Luke is talking about Jess, I think. And Craig brings up fireworks. So now they fight oh, about God. the fireworks again. So we we made it to 1.12 a.m. I think Craig just wants an argument. It He just keeps... He's picking fights. He yes. calls Luke a weirdo. It didn't work. He tries yelling at Amanda for picking up mm-hmm. glass. It didn't work. So he's trying he, to find the like, next one. Hey, Luke, fireworks? Yep, that'll set it off. <laughs> and so it's 1.12 a.m. Amanda goes up to Craig and is like, we don't need a fight. Let's hug. I love they're, that. They're She's fine. such a bigger person. Rachel, Jess, and Jason are completely separated. They're having their own little fun. It's very mm-hmm. cute. Um, so then it's 2.20. It's time for bed and PJs. Everyone's going to bed. Kyle and Amanda are dead ass asleep. So now it's 2.47. And there's still people up in the kitchen. There's Jess. There's Paige. I think Rachel's around. I don't know. There's like a ton of people. But the main characters are Jess, Craig, Jason, Paige, and Luke yes so like um Jason and Rachel and are like I think it, like near the and sink Jess. in the kitchen and then and Jess, Jess is Jess. sitting at the kitchen table um oh, right. Craig is standing by the island in between those two areas and Paige eventually sits down at the table too yes so standing in that area what's happening Craig. um there's like someone else getting a massage it might be like Rachel and Jason but then like Luke starts giving Jess a massage and it's like kind of weird. He's like rubbing her back. And yeah, shoulders. he like first walks near her and puts his hand like on her back. And then he starts like massaging her like upper neck. Yeah, and, someone like, else was doing this too. Down. So, like, it could have easily been like just as like, I want a massage. And like it like oddly happened. But we didn't get any asking for to... it in the cut. No, we yeah. just see like there's two girls sitting and getting their shoulders rubbed and by two separate men and one of those couples is Jess and Luke yes so that's happening Craig hates it Craig is like he's creeping Jess out this is the worst thing in the world um well you can see again in her body like she's once he really starts massaging her she gets rigid yeah yes and she's like Um, not really talking to him her head is like leaned forward and her shoulders are up like you can tell she's not relaxed enjoying this this yes. is definitely body language I think he should have picked up on. 
But, but again, we're drinking and things are different. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying like when some you're giving somebody a massage, like they're typically not very tensed and hunched and like uh, you can, her body language is a lot a more, little more obvious. Yes. In this instance. But again, like we're drinking, I don't know like yes. how the lead up to this massage happened or whatever, mm-hmm. but whatever. So um, now there's an issue because like he comes away from Luke comes away from Jess. He's now near the Island. Paige is on a chair closest to Luke and then Craig's next to Luke almost and the chair closest to him is Jess. So um, Paige and Luke are talking and Paige says like, it's cold. You think I could start a fire? Yeah. And Luke had his hand on like Paige's knee and then like rubbed her, like almost pet her head. And it did look a little weird, but also like, they're weirdly friends and she didn't like say anything. Luke so, like, seems I, to be he's touchy. A physical touch person. Yes. And I think Paige maybe knows this already. Yes. Like, I, I bet Paige is used to this. Yeah. So it's not as like, but like these are kind of, I would say to me, if I was Paige, this would bother me. But I'm also a different person. But I think these are definitely more forward. touches yeah than just like your average friendship here I will say I have like I said a lot of guy friends and I wouldn't think this was weird I think the knee one isn't as weird but when he goes to her head and neck I don't think the head one is that weird just just from my point again I don't know the dynamics but kind of sticking up for like we don't again we don't know the dynamics a lot of my friends will like guy friends will grab my head or my neck especially like if I make them laugh or something, or we're like in a situation, especially if we're drunk at the bar, it's happened to me a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I'm always okay with it. I don't Yeah. Mind. It's definitely like a one-to-one type of friendship. Like how, how yes. does your friendship normally go? Like does each person like, in like, I hate the word physical touch. Cause it seems so like sexual, but it's not, but just like in a friendship physical touch way, like what's the dynamic of that? I will yeah. say like Craig is looking on and like any boyfriend can get jealous about anything. Like let's just level set that. It is, I think always interesting, a dynamic of a boyfriend, girlfriend with a guy friend with the mm-hmm. girlfriend. Here's the other thing is like Luke and Paige have lived together mm-hmm. multiple times. Yep. They also like three, I think three the years. Hannah thing, in the yeah. The Hannah thing. So like we know each other on a different level because you, you know, dated or friend, it, yep. it can get like different and I think, like, again, if I'm uncomfortable with one of my guy friends touching my head, I would be like, don't touch my head. And Paige is the type who would say that. Who would do that, too. Yep. And I think almost Luke was just so proud. He's like, oh, my God, you're going to make a fire. Yes. You know, I I don't, again, I'm not, I do think Luke can be overly touchy. I think he's missing a lot of signs. Yes. But I, I don't think this, this is, is malicious. Me. Yes, but and then let's also not again. This is not like right by any means, but no matter what Luke does, Craig's gonna be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, Craig gets really pissed about this. Also, we don't hear the full conversation. Yeah, it's very wild lines. We Choppy. don't like see a lot. The yeah. camera is not totally there. So we then get a I'm lot of like, like high up footage. You know, the um surveillance yes. type footage, and of it's this. hard to read lips. Mm-hmm. So this also could have been something else, like. Obviously, it's not 
I'm not saying this is exactly what it was. Like it very well could be Luke was being overly touching and made someone feel uncomfortable. But also like sometimes with my guy friends, I'll be like, my legs are super hairy and they'll just like touch it. Like there could have been some lead up. Yeah, that we're not seeing this is being cut weird or. Because it was, it's weird for them to be like, her to be like, can I start a fire? And him be like, let me grab your head. You're going to start a fire. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, no matter what, we're not getting all the context. It's impossible to. So then here's what happened then. Oh, because Paige also says, Luke, you're rubbing off on me. And that's when he touches the head. So that's she the said thing. something she made a, a little comment, like, And I think that comment sparked oh. in Craig's mind rubbing. Like the word rubbing. You're rubbing like, off on me. And like, I want to start a fire. And he's physically kind of like he, rubbing her. Because then that's kind of cute, right? Like, Luke, you're like rubbing off on me. And he's like, oh, and he grabs the head. Mm-hmm. It like kind of can make more sense. Yeah. I don't know. But Ah, Luke gets mad <laughs> or no, Craig. no, Craig gets mad yeah. and pushes Luke and Craig's mad and says, if Luke pets Paige again, he'll throw him through a goddamn window. So it escalated. So yeah. then Paige crawls completely out of the situation. This is awkward. I don't think I would have done. I would have been like, it's okay. I'm not mad. Like, I don't think I would have gotten okay. in the middle of it physically, but I'm upset that I, I don't mind Paige physically moving herself because I would not want to be physically near that, but I don't like Paige going silent and physically moving. I think that's it is like, like there's a fight about to be ensued over something that supposedly affected you. Yes. I'd be like, I'm fine. I don't do this fight. I would have yes. said something to be like, hey man, don't defend me. It's yeah. this literally isn't worth it, but whatever. Okay. So she runs. So then Jason kind of gets involved to like push them away. Yeah. Um, And Craig says, stop touching Jess, stop touching girls without them saying you could touch them. Um, he says, Luke, you make them feel uncomfortable. Stop massaging Jess or I'll throw you through a goddamn window. And Luke is like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? Yeah, this is definitely, I think, coming out of... Craig is not the right messenger for this, first off. No. Because I think Luke will, no matter what, interpret it as, you just hate me. I think the other thing, too, is if you're Jess or even Paige, this is embarrassing. Craig's embarrassing them on, like, levels, especially Jess. It makes it really awkward. It makes it awkward for like, like Craig isn't thinking like, what are the repercussions of my actions other than throwing Luke through a goddamn window, right? Like Jess is clearly uncomfortable and is like, please don't bring me into this. At the end of this, I wanted to, I want to really talk about like the different thoughts behind this because I think there's a reason why I think Jess is uncomfortable or like uncomfortable with Craig just outing it. Yes. Okay. So, uh. Craig like you just touched my girlfriend and looks like your girlfriend who is my friend is the one actually hiding from you right now which like isn't totally wrong like Paige fucking bolted um so then Luke says she's hiding from you because you said you were gonna throw me through a goddamn window so why don't you do it and Craig and or Craig's like I'm gonna throw you through the window and Luke keeps saying like do it then do it like I'm fucking right here. Yeah. Do it, which is what I would do to de-escalate. I'd be like, if you're not going to do it, then shut up. Yeah. But okay, so um, Craig tells Luke to shut the fuck up, or he's going to get knocked the fuck out. Which like is I hate tough guy stuff. talk. Like I this hate is threatening just... talk. I hate it, especially if you're not going to do it. I, Luke, but, do it then. I know. I just like this is so dumb, especially when we keep just saying the same phrases back and forth. 
I know. So Lou tells Craig he's not a god, which whatever. Paige goes straight into her closet. Craig says again, if Luke touches Jess, Luke's going to throw or Luke's going through a fucking window. And then Craig storms off and says he's going to kill someone, which my guy, calm it down. So then Luke then um, calls after Craig and says, what did I do? And everyone starts to kind of go to their rooms. Corey checks on Jess. Jess has a lot of emotions after that fight and even tears up in her confessional. Craig goes and apologizes to Jess. Um, and she confirms that she felt really uncomfortable. I did like this, that Craig like went to her, apologized, didn't want her to be uncomfortable and knows that she is uncomfortable. So was trying to comfort that piece. Yeah. And was like, why don't you come to our room? So she goes into Paige's room. He like takes Um, her to the girls, which I think is really, really smart move. Um, so Jess starts crying with the girls and Paige tells Jess that she gets it. And Luke's not a bad guy. He's just stupid, which I think yes. is very big that a lot of people, Amanda said this too, like Luke's not bad. I don't think he's, he's maliciously like, doing this. No, he's not. He's just stupid. But Paige isn't defending Luke, but also says Craig blew it up really inappropriately. Yes. Um, and Jess agrees because like, like she's just kind of like I wish he wouldn't have done that yeah now it's like a um, thing which I don't think Craig, here's my other thing is like I don't think Craig was trying to be malicious towards no Jessica, I don't he was think trying boys to know how to handle some of these situations no too. but I think Craig was trying to be malicious towards Luke which I is agree where I think Craig was a little more mal- like you know of an ass in this yeah. situation um okay whatever so uh Paige reassures Jess that none of this is her fault Luke then calls his sister at God knows what hour and Luke's she crying. Like gets on the phone and is like sleepy. And I'm like, oh, this is definitely a late hour. So um, Luke's crying and Luke's sister assures that Luke has never made her feel unsafe and like doesn't think that he does that. And said like uncomfortable and unsafe are two very different things. Um, which I agree. I think those are two very different words. Yeah. I think it's also difficult for, listen, family is always going to like love on each other. Yes. And I think there is a difference between not again, I don't think Luke's trying to be malicious, but you're going to treat your sister different than how you treat women out there. So I find this difficult that like, oh, well, you don't treat me bad. So like, there's no way you don't do any of this. I agree. Or maybe she's never seen something like that. Yes. And like, listen, especially in the moment as like a sibling or like a family member, you're just going to like ride or die for your sibling. Yes. And be like, you're a good guy, X, Y, Z. But I do want to say that like, just because you don't treat your sister poorly doesn't mean you don't treat other people poorly. But I do think uncomfortable is more of like a... You made me feel weird. I yes. didn't be there. And unsafe is more of is, a, yes. I felt like I was in danger. Yes. Um, I agree. Okay. So Craig then says, if Luke stays in this house, he's gone. And Sierra's trying to calm Craig down, but Craig says he's going to call the cops. <laughs> I just can't with this drama, like this drama level. I agree. So Luke does say that up until the night, Jess has shown interest in her, in him, mm-hmm. but now he's rethinking everything and he like doesn't know if he missed a sign and he doesn't want to be that guy. When I, I think- first watched this, I was really on like Luke, like Being uncomfortable. Yes. But then whenever like he said that, I was like, you're, you're right. Like it's really hard to see other people's perspectives. And I'm like, a lot of things are being unsaid on both parties. Yes. And Especially- I think that's really difficult. Yeah. I but think this is a common thing that happens and I'm really happy it's being highlighted. 
I agree. And I think, I think it is, especially since Luke like did get verbal confirmation that she was into him and then that kind of changed overnight. He was kind of like, well, I don't know what to do. And I think this shows him like, as he's reflecting back, it shows that he never meant that Mm -hmm. and he never wanted that. And he's even taking time to be like, what did I do? Did I miss something? Yeah. Which is realistically what fucking Craig should maybe be doing once in a while, but I really like the self-reflection and getting both sides of it. I do too. Because I think as someone who does not like physical touch, I find myself in these environments a lot where like, I don't want to be touched, but people often do touch me. And it's really hard to say no to people without it being perceived as rude or mean. So like, I do find myself in this position a lot and I really hate it. And my skin crawls and sometimes depending on who the person is, I will just accept the feelings and take it because like, I don't want that person, like they do show love in, in a physical touch way. And like, like for instance, like my grandma, like really likes physical touch. I hate it. So like, I will swallow like my feelings down because I know like, I don't want to be mean to her, but I hate it. But whereas like strangers, I don't know, like I will literally like draw a physical line and really communicate that clearly. But then there's these gray areas with like someone like Luke, where you're like, how do I give subtle hints where I don't have to say these things and make it really weird that I don't want you to touch my knee. I don't want you to massage my back or like, how do I put distance between us? Like one thing I noticed is like, Jess will try to create distance between them, but he like keeps finding her. And that's really hard to manage in a social environment. And I can't even imagine doing it on TV too. Cause you're trying not to embarrass him. Like you don't want to say these things because it's really awkward already. And then to also do it on a TV show would be really difficult. And you're living with them. Yes. See, I think, I think day three, it's hard for a lot of women in particular, because we've always been told like, just be kind and nice. And I think there's always this thing where like, we're learning now you don't have to let people hug or touch you if you don't want to. And I think like in the, I've become really good at subtle hints, right? So if someone's massaging my shoulders, I don't like, I'd be like, Oh, I'm really tight. Like that hurts. Don't do it. Like I would do something like that. Yeah. Try to shake it it off. Or like, if your hand was on my leg, I tend to go like, I'm really ticklish. Don't do that. Don't don't touch me. I get really ticklish. More more like subtle, but until above subtle, Yes. But without being harsh and saying, I don't want this. Because here's the other thing. I don't think she hates Luke at all. No, I don't think Jess no. like, dislikes Luke. So I think she just was waiting to have a conversation to be like, I'm no longer interested. I don't think she would have had this conversation. I think Amanda kind of told her to. I think that was when Jess yes. was like, I need to. But then the crew came home and yeah. everything else. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I this think conversation tomorrow, with Amanda happened like two hours before. Yeah, now. I think tomorrow or something, Jess would have been like, hey, you know what? I'm going to get to know everyone. I like, there are other ways to do it. Yeah. Um. So I do think there are other options. I do like I think sometimes you do need to be like a little more direct Mm -hmm. especially if you were direct from the beginning right if they never had that conversation in the hot tub I don't think Luke would be this touchy I agree I think he might still be there but I I think think he would would I think he's a touchy person in general but I I think it'd be more of a page thing like yes exactly he wouldn't be like following her yeah, I think there'd be more space. Yes. I think it's the conversation he took very like, I'm 33. I'm excited to like date someone. Mm-hmm. And she's more of a, I'm 23, probably not that young, but you know, I'm young and like. I'm just flirting with someone. Yeah. And I think they're, they just need to communicate. She wants like a Jason and Rachel type of thing where they're like having yeah. moments together, but then they're like separating too. 
this just wasn't the way for that to come out. No. And we're almost done. So we'll like get there, but yeah. we'll finish up. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Okay, so Luke is upset. He wants to go home. Craig wants to fight Luke. Um, Sierra tells Paige, like, because Sierra comes back in the room and is basically like, hey, Paige, I love you and respect you as a person. And if that's the person you want to ride with, I got your back. But also, I, like, he's a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. So even her friends are kind of like, I get it. But also, like, this is too much. Boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Get your boyfriend so, on a chain. Yeah. So <laughs> Jess is basically just like, I wish I had had the conversation with Luke. I don't like how Craig did it. Yeah. Um, and Craig threatens to leave, but Luke is packing his shit and he leaves. He calls an Uber. Which, like, wow. Which, like, I get, though. This shows, I think, that Luke is genuinely a bigger person, though, because he not only took a second to self-reflect, but he's like, I need to remove myself from this situation. I agree. To make everyone feel, like, a little better and de-escalate. I'm shocked he truly packed everything up in that mm-hmm. moment and left. I... Cause that makes it feel more final to me. Like he's leaving the house. I don't, I don't know what happens, but I just, I, I really enjoy that. He wants to remove himself from this situation. I think because of the Craig aspect of it, like Craig is going way too far and cannot just like let this simmer down at all, which is like insane. But I do like Luke reflecting on this because I think someone who is more of a touchy feely person, like, like himself, like, does need to kind of realize I think people who are more touchy feel like feely don't realize that other people do not enjoy this stuff as much so okay. like I think he and he is in therapy and I think he is someone who is is self-aware when he needs to reflect and is becoming yeah. more and more self-aware about just things in general agreed and so I, I think he think, takes this seriously I don't think he would ever want to make anyone feel no. uncomfortable or safe or even like not wanting to be in his presence so he will take that and be like I need to do something different yes but I think also like Jessica should take this and like do some self-reflection of like just because someone is nice doesn't mean you have to like I'm not saying she's like she's bringing this on herself but there is you need to set boundaries with people like yeah if something is uncomfortable to you you need to be able to man up and 
or woman up and have the conversation. Yeah, I think I don't want to put any blame on Jess because I don't think any of this is her fault. I think she needs to communicate her boundaries. I was going to say that's where her responsibility lies. I think it was a miscommunication that she needed to take Mm -hmm. because Luke wasn't going to open up that conversation because he thought a totally different scenario was coming. And this happened too quickly for her to do that or have the opportunity to do that. So should we talk about, I, I like don't even know because I think also like with the Craig thing, I don't think he necessarily was wrong in what he was seeing, but I think the way he delivered it, yes. the way he caused embarrassment, yep. the way he acted, the way he handled wrong. this, it was not okay. And I think that's why, even though like if, if Craig wasn't involved, I'd be like, Luke is kind of in the wrong for not like catching on to this and being too touchy feely. Jess is kind of in the wrong for not yeah. communicating. But overall, I think Craig is 100% the asshole in this scenario. I agree. Just because- and also, like, as a woman, I don't want my shit put on blast, especially if I'm really in an uncomfortable situation. Like, I will talk to my girlfriends, figure out how to take care of it in a way that comforts me. That is no responsibility to you. Unless I come to you and say, get this kid off me, there was no yes. need to put my Just, shit on Jessica blast. has not talked to Craig about it. She's not talked to one man about it. She's only talked to her female friends and said, what should I do? And the ones that know. She has semi talked to Corey and like alluded like, oh yeah, he like comes on very strong, but like not a, like, I don't want him to touch me. Like this is too much. Yeah. But like, yeah. And she has gone to two people who have known Luke a long time. They've both told her he's not a bad person. He's just stupid. You need to and be you need direct. To talk to him. Yeah. And she did not have a chance to, and Craig took it upon himself. If Craig was really that caring of Julia, he would have been like, Hey Luke, can I talk to you outside really quick? Told Luke, I think you're being a little too touchy with Jess. Yeah. She looks uncomfortable from my angle. You should talk to her. About Even that. if he yelled, like stop touching them. And then like, didn't blow it up into this huge fight. I think that'd be different. Like, I but, don't think Craig would be as much of an asshole if he yeah, just was I like, stop the, it. You know, with like, the page thing, he could have been like, stop touching my girlfriend. You're all yeah. touchy feely. Yeah. Like you're overly touchy feely tonight. Just let it be. Like if he even just like made one comment similar to that and didn't make this a huge fight and put like put Jess on blast. That's what that would have been fine. He could have used the page thing and put his girlfriend a little on blast because yeah. he could have come off as like the jealous boyfriend. Yeah. But this was just so entirely uncomfortable for Jess. Like I felt it's for her. It's Craig capitalizing on Jess's uncomfortable, like yeah. uncomfortableness to yell at Luke. And that's not okay. Do we think the house is going to be sad, Luke, when they find out Luke's not there? Do we yes. think there's going to be any kind of like sadness or I don't want to say guilt, but almost like we we should have maybe checked or maybe Jess will be like, I should have talked to him. I don't know what's going to happen, but what I really hope happens is that there's kind of like, it doesn't have to be the whole house because I think that then becomes like ganging up on people. And I don't, I never like that environment where there's a whole group sitting around and one person is, is being talked to AKA Craig, but I really hope Paige talks to Craig. Like, like when they're sober in the morning, cause I, again, this is not the time to correct Craig's behavior at night. Like it's not an actual meaningful conversation, but I hope like some of the girls talk to Craig, tell him like what happened. I hope Craig apologizes to Jessica. And then I hope like we figure out like how to either somebody talk to Luke and just be like, listen, like, and I hope Jessica gets to talk to Luke about, you know, what she's yes. doing. I hope someone goes to get Luke. Like yeah. I hope Kyle or someone and Amanda, yeah, they kind of weren't into it. Kyle and Amanda would be a really good duo to go. Yeah. I think Amanda would be great to like stop with the correct thing and be like, what happened? And why did you yell? And Kyle would be a great, like, I'm going to go get Luke kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
And I hope someone goes to like get looped. I hope they bring him back. I hope Jess can have that conversation. And I hope Craig apologizes to both Jess and Luke a little bit. Like yeah. you can't just threaten people. That was my other thing is Craig just kept threatening. Yeah. Which is like not a great look or way to fight. He's like trying to be this like, I'm standing up for women. And like, I think the idea behind like not having like Jess and Paige like touched if they don't want to be touched is like a good thing but again like you can't just be this knight shining armor for like every like this isn't your job unless asked for you know like you're not here to yeah like you what you should do is be going to Jess and trying to get her out of that situation if you want to try if you and like talk to her yeah yeah and if it's a multiple day over day like again this is day three if this is day 16 and Luke kept doing this and like Jess had tried to talk to him or like given a lot of hints multiple people like said some things and Luke was still doing this Craig's thing would be in the right place like screaming it to this level this was like at the end of the vacation this was still happening I agree I just my heart kind of breaks for Jess and Luke a little bit this is just a tricky situation that honestly happens all the time and it's really really difficult to deal with and you have to kind of walk on eggshells with things like this where like nobody I think is like truly malicious people are just trying to like operate in society and it's really difficult my other thought though is like if I'm Paige and I maybe see Jess being uncomfortable or Rachel or just like some girl right as a girl I would be like hey Jess want to come to the bathroom with me like I would probably also throw in so to me like like unless asked men are kind of the last people that need to step in because this is what happens I think with women I find more comfort in trusting women for like how to help how what to do so then in this situation right if I was Jess I'd be like oh I gotta go to the bathroom Paige you want to come with me and then like maybe Paige could help or if I'm at a bar with strangers and a guy comes and like gropes me, I want a male to step in because I'm kind of physically scared too. So like there are moments where like, yes, men should yes, step in. Yes, I'm talking hope. about strictly in this yes. moment. Yes. I think there are, if if Jess is very uncomfortable, which I think she is, she- I she, think more time was tell- needed to play this out correctly. I agree. Like I agree. there are multiple escalation steps before Craig needs to go to threatening Luke's okay. life through yeah. a glass I feel for Jess but I my heart does break a little bit for Luke just because I I do think this was handled so on blast yeah. like it was embarrassing for Jess it was embarrassing for Luke it was honestly embarrassing for Craig but in like a different fucking way what makes me feel good though is that Luke it I think will really take things from this in a I really positive way like I think I some people have learned a lot about situations and I really hope I don't know anything about Jessica but I hope that like she learns that she needs to be more confrontational and that's what gives me hope is like hopefully they can both learn they ever run into that hopefully they don't ever run into a situation like this ever again because you know like you've learned through terrible you really only learn things through terrible experiences let's be honest yeah. like you, you learn so much through your mistakes and I hopefully like this is one of those learning moments in general for the entire house all right so on like a lighter note should we do fun not fun I feel like we should maybe only pick a fun because like I don't want to put I feel like picking a not fun puts one person on blast for this whole entire situation and I don't really like that this episode really I I like I said I think Craig's the overall asshole I know but I just I don't think like I always think a situation like this has so many I'm just not there are a lot of layers 
Yeah. So like, I'm not going to pick an offense personally. I'm, I'm going to, because I feel strongly, I felt like it was embarrassing. Um, I am going to pick Greg first. I think that the way he treats people is out of control and his entitlement is like, yeah, like not appropriate, but then even like before this situation happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he's intolerable, but then following up with that, I think in this situation, he could have handled it differently to a point that he wouldn't have been the asshole. But the thing that bothers me is he doesn't actually care about Jess or Paige's like safety or feeling. I don't think that. I think he does I do. care. I don't think he cares. I think he he sees an opening and I think he is a little malicious. Even if he does care a little bit, he doesn't care enough to think, oh, this is probably an inappropriate way for me to do this. Oh, this might hurt Jess. He he like doesn't think that far. And so I agree that like what Luke did is slightly wrong, but I think Craig overwhelmingly did not do it from a place of good and he didn't stop. Like he still is raging, which I think is just even more embarrassing. Like I think he put Jess in a bad situation. And I personally, if I was Jess, I would be really, really upset with Craig. I wouldn't be upset with Luke. So that's just where I'm coming from. And I'm yeah. going to stick up for that. So, yeah. um, so we can pick a fun now. Yeah. Do you have your fun? No, I don't. <laughs> Do you? Um, I am going to pick, um, Rachel. Um, I'm really happy that she woke up and did not clean this whole house herself again. No, um, absolutely not making breakfast, you know, still starting her day. Like she's an early riser. She can't help that. Um, I loved learning more about, you know, her running her florist business really all on her own and kind of peeling the back, the layers of her. Um, and I'm really, really excited about this, like budding friendship relationship between her and Jason. I love their little moments of like, Ooh, you feel so warm. And you know, them hanging out at the bar. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the bar atmosphere, um, while everybody was out. I think it was really fun. And that's what Mm -hmm. I do enjoy about this type of show and kind of Bravo shows in general. Yeah, they're cute. Um, but I'm going to pick Kyle I think Kyle had a pretty good episode. Him and Amanda don't fight, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. Um, I think he tried to take care of Amanda when she got hurt on her sled and he even stayed in with her, which he would have never done. And then when she got yelled at for picking up glass, he, I think in the right moment, stuck up for her Mm -hmm. and didn't like step too far over, but also didn't escalate the situation enough that there would be a fight. I agree. He stood I up for he, his girlfriend or his wife. wife sorry. <laughs> I think he really handled that well. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So we have some thoughts from the Patreon. Let me pull them up. Okay. So Casey said only halfway through and what is happening? I know the madness. Yeah. Um, Tonette says, I'm telling you, Corey is so cute. Corey is looking better and better. Every I don't episode. know where he went during that fight. He like fucking disappeared. I wonder if he went to bed like a Kyle and Amanda did. I love that. I support. Um, Okay. But then also says, sorry, I clicked. Okay. This is all kinds of awkward with Luke and I'm loving Amanda and Kyle post-marriage. Agreed. It was awkward. Luke putting like not reading Jess's sign and putting his hand on her knee. I felt that so bad. Especially because they're obviously going to edit it to be even more like they want the audience to feel awkward that like I I felt like his hand was on my knee in that situation and I feel awkward in those like I felt it like they did really good editing this episode I do have to say. Yeah. Okay. So then she said, 
that did escalate quickly, but he did kind of pet her. And it was after he was making the room awkward after petting the other girl. All Luke had to do was, or all Luke had to say was sorry, opposed to do it. Ooh, other thoughts. I think, yeah, he maybe could have said sorry. I think Luke does need to like have a conversation with Jess and just yeah. Like- I think he I has think, a piece of this. Every a lot of people own a piece every of people, this. Every person has a piece. I think in this situation though, Tona, if someone was screaming at me and I was drunk and it was someone I didn't like and they're threatening to throw me through a goddamn window, yeah, you I'm not gonna say focus. sorry. I'm gonna yeah. be like, do it then. I think tomorrow, if if or not tomorrow, but like tomorrow but like, in this tomorrow in world, this. that um if he if Luke talks to Jess, I think he will be apologetic because like he yes. is a really I think he'll be apologetic to Jess or even mm-hmm. Paige. I don't think he's going to be apologetic to Craig. No, I don't think he needs to be apologetic to Craig. No. Um, but but yeah, yeah, I don't, I think, I I agree. He could have probably just there said sorry. There were like flames going off but though. Then, he was re, like his attention was moving. Yeah, I think there's a lot. And again, like maybe if Craig had just said like, stop touching them, you're making them feel, or like it looks uncomfortable. He would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But it's like, if you touch her again, I'm going to fucking kick your ass. It's like, yeah. Huh do it and i'm also realistic like let's be honest when anybody's told they're they're doing something wrong people get defensive so we're all drunk he's being called out in front of everyone yes it's not good i just don't expect and i'm sorry but i I do long term sorry believe yeah in this situation i did not expect anyone to apologize (laughs) um and then tonette goes oh my god he left what the fuck thank god he's not driving i thought that too my hope is that we did not see the physical bags and boxes be carried out that like i think he packed all the shit and maybe production was like let's just remove you you to a hotel and then we can move your stuff out tomorrow and then obviously the things like dust will settle yeah because i don't know where the hell he's going but it'd have to be a hotel it couldn't just be like a it's kind of like that night that him and kyle got into a fight i I bet he went to a hotel i gotta say though he played it off a little cooler here than he did with kyle him and kyle were about to physically fucking kill each other i think him talking to his sister did yes i think that helped it helped him reflect a little bit and think and this I, this house is multi-layered craig is in the like the highest story and luke's ba- room is in the basement yes so there's a physical distance where like craig or kyle and luke were yelling at each other like across the way not multiple yes. floors i also think with kyle and luke i think there's more love than there is anger there so when they were in a fight it was very short-lived and yeah it got like physical but I think it was very much like at the end of the day we love each other because they mm-hmm. sat down and had that whole conversation yeah. but I think this is very like I think if it were to get physical Craig would not hold back I think he would fully fucking throw and I think Luke would too mm-hmm. I think it'd be you know, real physical like fighting with someone you're like I don't want to go too deep because like I love them I think it's like getting your face physical with Kyle and Luke like like scream at each other like type of like aggression whereas Kyle and Craig would be legit physical. And I think, or sorry, you Luke mean, and Craig would be legit physical. And I don't think Luke. Go back. You said Luke enough. and Craig the first time. And the oh, sorry, time. Kyle and so Luke. So Kyle and Luke yeah, are in your face. But they got physical. Not, not like punches. No, but they held, they had exactly. each other. Yeah. So I think it's like kind of like a fake physical. Yeah. I think, I think Craig and Luke would throw. So yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy that Luke had enough self-awareness to like get out. Yes. Craig's still ready to fucking throw down. Yes. Which I think is scary, but I'm also glad he's not driving because we're clearly drunk. Oh, like, they rarely let you drive in Bravo Sphere, especially if you've drank thank, at all. Thank goodness. Yeah. 
Okay. So that's the episode. It was a long one, but there was a lot to get through. Yes. Um, please be sure to join our Patreon, um, follow us on Instagram and please rate, review, subscribe. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.